Welcome to Bite Size Dental Marketing. Today I have Ian. Ian, hey, hey, hey. I'm so happy to be back. I was in Florida for three days, which is two and a half days too many. <laughs> Florida man. Flor I was Katie was gonna be so proud that we were becoming a Florida man. We we did all the Florida stuff. I had some late nights, had a good time. But you mm -hmm. from what from what I've heard the the event was a massive success. Everyone had a fantastic time. You saw some of the clients and it was a good time. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. It was, it actually ties in today to what we want to talk about and that's building patient loyalty. Yeah. The conference was amazing. All star and Alex and, and Eric Vickery put on a great, a great event. And while they didn't get into patient loyalty specifically, they did talk a lot about the adjacent topics of appointment and, getting folks on the schedule and, and different things that all lead to patient loyalty. But I wanted to talk today about what are the great offices doing that build their patient loyalty? Hmm. And the office, they're not complaining about people don't accept treatment. They're not complaining about people are canceling. They have rock solid schedules and amazing treatment presented numbers. So let's talk about what they're doing. Being different. I think that that's, a, and I know that sounds, mm. any dentist listening to this will go now, will you all say that? Be, be different than your competitors. What does that mean? While many people would think, or many dentists in this case would think that it's this elaborate plan, often it's just being consistent as a dentist mm. in showing your patients that you're not treating them just like an, any other patient. Um, the one yeah. thing that we've, that we've spoken a lot about is um, surprise and delight. For dentists, whether that could be um, knowing that in a last appointment, somebody said they have their wedding coming up or they have a, their kid is graduating from, from university or so, something that is really dear and special to them. And then to follow up on the next time you talk to them or to send them something. And I, of course, I know that you can't send if you have over thousands of patients to everyone, but select being selective in in who you surprise and like you know and you know who your you. yeah you know who your high value patients are exactly to me, as you talk i think you have to develop a series of little systems and processes to help you and you know when you talk about surprise and delight i think at the daily huddle when you're going and i, I hope they're having a huddle i mean i'll say mm -hmm. I'll, you know i hope they're having a huddle, huddle to go over their schedule i think one of the easiest things to do is Ask who knows, hey, does anyone know about Ian? Does anyone know what Eric was going on in Eric's life? And just a refresher with, to remind the dentist about when they walk into the room that, you know, that this is something that Eric likes to talk about, or this is exactly. something that Eric likes to talk about. And, you know, on the pre-show we were talking about is patient loyalty or, or you know, customer loyalty a myth and, and customers are only valuable as long as you're useful to them. Mm -hmm. I... I think that there is some loyalty in the dental space. I think there's some loyalty in the services. Like I think liking someone generally makes being comfortable you with someone, being comfortable. Yeah. I think having to go through the new patient experience and, and you know, all that is, is a barrier to leave a practice. I actually think the bar is pretty high to leave a practice, but I think the bar is low for really amazing patient loyalty and, and, and I think the first one is just talk about them at the daily huddle. What, who's, who, who here knows Eric? Yep. Who's coming what, what in it, today? Who's, who's the coming, in today? coming in today? 
When last what, did, can we go check our records? What did they mention to us last time? Did they mm -hmm. mention someone that's important to them? Did they recently have a loss in the family? Did something happen? Because showing that, keeping track and showing real interest is how I like to mm -hmm. keep track and show real interest. Don't mention something like, are you having a good day? It's like if you stop at the cashier every single time. Good day. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. I feel so bad for them always. I always think, how many times in a day does a cashier say to someone, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? And that's the last thing that you want to do as a dentist. You don't just want to be the welcome. Come on in. You want to remember that uh, the wife, that uh, your patient's wife, his name is Emily. You want to remember that the kids is mm -hmm. John and Julia. You want to remember that the, this because making that type of conversation shows that patient that they're not just another patient. They are someone that you're interested in and that builds trust. Yeah. Uh, in the UK, of course, you have the, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. Every, you okay. Yeah, it is. Every time. I, I think I'm okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, I, I, shoot, I think I'm okay. I don't know. Am I okay? <laughs> I had that same experience the first time visiting them. Mm. I'm like, you okay? I'm like, it's like, I got something on my I think, shirt. I think I'm, I think okay. I'm okay. I think I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. You at this conference, Eric Vickery is an amazing speaker. And he talked a lot about today about you should be interested, not interesting. Mm. And I think you nailed it with, I want you to be interested in the patient's lives. And if you can't, I need you to fake it. Mm-hmm. I need you, if they are wearing, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of my dad, if they're wearing overalls and look like they've been working on trains, I want you to be so excited about trains. Mm -hmm. Tell me exactly. more about what you do. Because at the end of the day, it's not, it's not about you and what you, it's about the journey of that patient at your practice. That's what you should always keep on the back of your mind. As you just said, as, as, as shallow as it might sound, then pretend, as shallow as that might sound, for you running a business, having patients from all different backgrounds, from all different walks of life coming into your practice that are getting different types of treatments, it's for you to tailor that experience to every single patient coming in to make mm -hmm. sure that they mm -hmm. can, can walk out there, look back and go, and go that what an amazing dentist. That was, that was a great experience. I can really tell that they care about me and, and, and care about my interests and, and also my oral health. Yeah. And... I think that any time, and Dr. Barroso used to do this and, 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 you know, as, as he got busy, it kind of fell off. But one thing he used to do is anytime that he would numb a patient up, he would call them that day and make sure they would check mm -hmm. in. And it, his staff made it easy. They gave him a list of people to call, had the, you know, they, I, I think they even saved, took his phone and saved the numbers in it for him. And he would just call them on the way home. And I asked him one time, do you get a lot of personal phone calls? And he said, no, I tell him if you have any questions, call the office. And he said, they're usually very respectful about that. But like, I, I think, and, and, and I'm not saying these, these are easy to do, but I think the two most powerful things an office can do to build real patient loyalty is the first one is I think on any new patient exam, I want the doctor to call the new patient the day before the interview or mm. the day before the, the day it, before it anchors the, the level of value for that practice and, and anchoring is so important. What is that mm -hmm. first initial impression of, wow, I did not expect yep. that the dentist themselves would be, 
would be contacting me. Yep. And I, and I want them to have the paperwork well in advance. And I want them to say, Hey, Ian, this is Dr. Hubbard. I'm so excited to see you tomorrow. We've reserved this time for you. Hmm. Uh, we're going to review the following. Listen, the, the, the initial exam is going to be about 90 minutes because I, I want to be incredibly detailed around what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure that this is the best experience you've ever had. I'm not asking you to confirm your appointment. I think the, 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 you know, that those, that language is just, you know, not, not what we need, but, and then the other thing is I want someone from the office to call them that night. Now, I don't think that has to be the dentist. I would love it to be the dentist, but I think anyone who has meaningful work needs to be called. Hey, Mm. I just wanted to check in on how everything's feeling. Um, look, a little discomfort at this hour is, is going to be okay, but if there's pain, you, you need to call me back at the, at the emergency line. And and that's an example of surprise and delight. That's exactly what we're talking yeah. about is someone does not expect a, a, a doctor to go out of their way or, or one of the staff members to, as you just said, like, how are you doing? Are you experiencing any, like, is everything fine? Especially, as you just said, if it's a high-end case. Um, mm-hmm. or, or a high production case that that we know we want to make sure that that experience goes well. And at the at the conference, they actually talked about this, and they said, "Would it be okay to text them?" I I think a text follow up would be fine. Mm-hmm. Do I think it is at the level of a phone call? And and I know that no one likes phone calls, and I, I but like we still like phone calls mm-hmm. uh, for, when they're valuable to us. You know, and um, I think for what we're trying to achieve here with with what we're the the strategy that we're trying to explain mm-hmm. to dentists today, uh, and, and what we're going to get to next about patient act- reactivation eventually, I don't think a text is going to move that needle for me. Mm-mm. That that's Mm-mm. not if you want to build patient loyalty, if you want to do that surprise and delight, if you want to go that extra mile, a text I would say is is it's not going to have that same effect as hearing the voice of the dentist or hearing the voice of the receptionist or someone mm-hmm. calling in and, and asking the question, as you mentioned. Yeah. Cause I, the phones are so good now at telling you it's spam or telling you it's, it's, it's whatever mm-hmm. I'm going to know it's the office calling and I, 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 the chances of me at least listening to the voicemail are very, very high, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, and, and, I think that's actually the most frustrating part when we hear dentists complain about, you know, patients not accepting treatment or whatever it's because, man, I, I hate to be so on the nose about this, but they don't trust you. If an insurance companies is the, is the exact, is the perfect example for this insure. I'm not enjoying my existing experience. Now you are calling me and you're trying to shove more product down my throat. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. on, how on earth, why on earth would I do that? And, and it's yeah. no difference. It's no different if you're a dentist trying to recommend treatments, like, like I was just a number and now you want to, now you uh-huh. want to give me more. Yeah. You've, you've give me more automated, work. you've automated a text confirmation to me. You didn't call me ahead of my schedule. You, you probably ask me the same question multiple times through my new patient journey. What are you here for today? And then the hygienist, what are you here for today? And mm-hmm. then the doctor, what are you here for? Like, <laughs> there was no cohesion on my experience. I yeah. left, I got an automated review request, which of course, you know, everyone does now. Mm-hmm. I come back in, you present $7,000 in treatment and you're upset that I'm not jumping at the opportunity. Yeah, I, I mean, show a little empathy. <laughs> if, if you don't build trust, 
and you drop a three or five or $7,000 treatment on me. And, and, you know, there's almost this entitlement that because you said it, it must be true. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sorry if, if there's not trust, I'm not, I'm not excited to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that the officers that get it right, understand that today I may not be ready for that. But if you invest in me a little bit, if, if, if you do learn the names of my kids, if you do learn that I run a company, if you do learn that I, you know, that I, I really love my Toyota 4Runner or whatever, whatever. Well, last time, be. last time, yeah, last time we spoke, we spoke, uh -huh. we spoke about my Toyota 4Runner or I was going to get the newer one. If you remember mm -hmm. next time, hey, Eric, did you end up getting that new 4Runner? Man, that goes just, so it, far. It, it is so silly. It's just, it's just such a minor thing, but. I heard a saying the other day that I feel every dentist needs to understand. It said, you know, the man who enjoys the walk will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Mm. And I know that you love patient acceptance and I know that you want every patient to accept every treatment you've ever given. But if you don't learn to enjoy the walk of their experience and learn to develop that trust along the walk with them, you're just loving the destination of acceptance. You, you you have to learn to engage them in a valuable way that they find value, not in a way that is transactional of, you know, I have five minutes in my hygiene check and that was my thing. Take, take some extra time. I, I, we had Brent Cornelius on the other day and he talked about how his office does these little things like, you know, he, he's got three hygienists and, and, he makes sure that to put the right personality with the right hygienist and he mm. makes sure that when they come in, they greet them the right way. And he makes sure that even when they hand him a piece of paper, it's not on the cheap copy paper. It's on really nice, really nice thing of paper. Like, and it sounds so goofy, but it's so smart. It's so smart. It's so smart because yeah. my wife who is a tough patient, right? And, she left that office and, and we've, you know, been married a long time. So, she, so, 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 and, and, you know, we've, we've moved a little bit. So she's had three or four dentists. She left his office so excited. And she even mentioned, I didn't have to repeat why I was there. And he explained. Mm. And, and so I think there were three points that she really took away. Number one, when she walked in, they knew who she was. Mm. They're like, Oh, you must be Emily. It's so mm -hmm. nice to see you. Right. Mm -hmm. And and they, they greeted her. And, and number two, when they talked to her, they really took time mm -hmm. and they, they seemed interested in her, things like that. And three, when, when Dr. Cornelius sat down to talk to her about, you know, her scans and, and all the stuff they found. And she, she had this like chip tooth that, that, that she was, they were kind of talking about. And she's had this for about 10 years, by the way. Um, he took the time to sit with her and explain it and asked her how long and asked her how her bite felt and what, what her job was. And, and he took the time. And when he said, Oh, your bite is out of alignment. I think, you, you know, you, you need Invisalign, which by the way, she's been offered three times already. Mm -hmm. um, she came home and she's like, I, re I really think I need Invisalign. And that's and just like, because I, of her journey. That's just, just because journey. of her journey. Yeah. 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 I, and, and, and building that trust. Mm-hmm. It is. And I think that most of the practices that are struggling with patient acceptance and are losing patients, not reappointing are having cancellations. I think it's as simple as you have not taken the time to really 
get to know them and you've not taken the time to show them the value. Like mm -hmm. you're trying to be interesting, not interested. And mm -hmm. I don't think that works. And, and the, the big thing that, that dentists sometimes forget Eric and, and this goes back to what you just said perfectly, by the way, if you don't have that journey and like you just said that that journey that your wife had and those extra things, you can't expect them to just accept these treatments that you recommend. And if that, that trust that I think if we called a dentist today and said, Hey, you need to spend 10 grand in ads this month. They'd be like, what, what, how, how, <laughs> how dare you? What, what do you mean? 10 grand in ads? And that's effectively what they're doing to the patient. And then they're getting, you know, frustrated that the patient's not jumping at exactly right. Where I think if I said, Hey, this is what's happening in the marketplace. And this is what's happening to your practice. And you know, you've got some holes in the schedule we need to fill. And, mm -hmm. and, and I, I know that you said you want to have a good June and, and this is, this is where we're going. And this is part of the strategies that we've laid out. And this is the number. I think then there, that's such a different conversation. And, and, I think if they even had a little empathy and looked at their own personal behavior and how they negotiate their own contracts and their own partners and, and their mm -hmm. employees, they would see that they're actually valuing people that have been interested in them. And I just think it's, it's, I know it sounds so simple, but I think you just need to take a few extra minutes and be interested in your patients and talk about them at huddle and, really make sure that you take the time to get to know them as people and find a way to enjoy, enjoy the journey with them and, mm. and they will accept treatment. Mm. So, so if we can give dentists out there a, a real action item, I really like what you kept saying now, Eric, about the, the huddle. Mm -hmm. I know that's one thing um, that even at our agency is almost a tradition at this point, And it has great value in just getting the day started, knowing yep. where everybody's at, that we're on the same page for dentists out there, a, a, a real actionable recommendation that I can give at this time to start the journey of surprise and delight, building that trust, building the loyalty, and then eventually working to a patient reactivation or the recommendation of high end uh, treatments is in your huddles in the morning, start having a schedule where you see what patients are coming in, work amongst yourselves to understand who is this patient. Is it a new patient? Is it somebody we've had here before? Go look at the records. Who, who is the husband? Who is the wife? Did they mention their kids? And to start keeping track of these things so that mm -hmm. then when we know, okay, Emily is coming in at nine, it's 10 to uh, even if it if it takes the hygienist or or the assistant or the receptionist just popping into the dentist's office saying, okay, remember this is Emily, husbands, Eric, uh, kids is uh, this and this, and uh, they like going boating in Florida. You know, like just trying to figure that out. The the level of value that that can provide just mm -hmm. with my initial experience walking into your practice will be will be so valuable for what we're trying to achieve here long term. So. I would Agreed. start with that. Agreed. I would start with that. Yeah. Well, Ian, this is amazing. And that's a good place to wrap it up. And that was your buy to dental marketing. Thank you so much, Eric. It was lovely being here. It's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back. Florida, baby. It can swallow you whole, but we're good. <laughs> it's good to have you back. Barely made it back. <laughs>